Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Your diamond as big as the Ritz. In a country as large as ours, there are many odd and wonderful corners hidden away, but none more fabulous and wonderful than one can see in the imagination F. Scott Fitzgerald, located in the pages of his famous short story, The Diamond as Big as the Ritz. Scribed in the words of Jogoka, twenty years old, impressionable and quite willing to swear the truth of this whole strange affair. John narrates, I've been going out to send me this pet school for a couple of years. This is my second summer vacation. I met this fellow, Percy Washington, during the winter and got to be pretty good friends of him. Only I don't know about his family or where he came from or anything like that. Of course I knew he must be rich because all the feathers at St. Mentris come from wealthy families. So when he invited me to spend the summer at his home out west somewhere, well, it was okay by me. Passionate train rattles along. John narrates, Well, we've been on a train overnight when he first mentioned it. I didn't even remember now what led up to it. We've been talking about what first one thing, then another. Train whistles and rattles. John, exactly where is your home, Percy? I mean, you bought the train tickets and all. Percy said, Montana, sort of. John Montana? Oh, yeah, it's a pretty wild country, isn't it? Percy, mm, some of it is. John, now you take Hades, Missouri, where I come from. I've been settled for a hundred and fifty years, one of the first towns of Mississippi River. Percy, indeed. John, oh, sure. Percy, that's very interesting. John, ah, I'm sure I do appreciate you're not making jokes about it. You know the way you, you, some of your fellows do when I say I came from Hades, come from Hades. Why, my father's plantation. Percy interrupts John. Do you know my father's the richest man in the world? John? Huh? Percy, by far the richest. John doesn't know what to say. I read about a man that once paid taxes on a five million dollar income. Percy Small Fry. If my dad paid tax on his real income, he'd disrupt the whole economy in the United States. 
John, no kidding. I like rich people. The richer fella is, is the better I like him. Where's he, my father? Goodbye, I want all the millionaires of the country not even know he'd done it. John, is that, is that a fact? Tries to change the subject. I visited a Shulster, Murphy's once. They're pretty rich. Why, their daughter Vivian got rubies as big as hen's eggs, sapphires that glow like headlamps. Percy, I like jewels. Always have. I used to collect them instead of stamps. John, and diamonds? Why, the sister and Murphy's had diamonds big as walnuts. Percy, oh, that's nothing. John, huh? No, Percy, nothing at all. My father's diamonds big as the Ritz. John laughs. Percy, please, I'm not joking. John, but you mean as big as the Ritz Carlton Hotel? Percy, exactly. My father's diamonds as big as the Ritz. John writes, well, from there on, it was something like a dream. We got off the train about dusk. A little whistle top. Called Fish, Madonna, and Dana. Last there, there wasn't anything there. Not even a station, just a broken down old buggy and four or five sheep herders. Downing, lounging beside the track, I suppose, wondering who we were. Anyway, personally, I jumped, climbed in the buggy, and without saying a word, the driver cracked his whip, off we went. Don Rates, I don't know how far we travelled. Didn't seem to be following any road. After an hour or so, it got dark, but the driver kept right on, saying nothing, never saying a word. Percy, I hope you beg, I hope you pardon this inconvenience, John. We have to take certain precautions, you know. John, oh well, that's all right. Percy, anyway, we're almost there. John, your home, you mean? Percy, oh no, the place where we sit it's safe to transfer. John, transfer? What do you mean? Percy, there's a signal, there's a signal now. John, Percy, headlights. Percy, pull up the horse, handsome. Here we are. John, an automobile. But how? There are no roads. Percy, on this, oh, this car's officially built and doesn't need roads. Foot, footsteps approach, Jimson. Welcome home, master. Percy, good evening, Jimson. To John, well, come on, John, let's get in. Door slides open. John, what that? That door opened itself. Percy, so chronically so, con, controlled, you know. John, gosh. Hey, what is this car made of? Silver? John, no platinum. And there are emeralds in the hubcraps. John, the upper is fur. Percy, mink. Jimson, you already, master? Percy, any time, look at Jimson. Ranger starts, Percy. You'll probably notice his sexual brightness of headlights. The lenses are cut from diamonds. John, boy, what a car. Percy. This old heap. Don't keep. We use it for a station wagon. John, what are you stopping for? This is just a deserted canyon. Percy, oh no, we're not there yet, John. It's a little further away, you'll see. Jensen calls out, hello, up there, lower way. Penham. Penmatic engine. John, Percy, what's that? That noise. Percy, they're, they're sending the hooks down. John, hooks? Percy, yes, to attach the wheels, you know. That's why Jensen is doing it now. It's doing now. Clanking chains attached to car. John, but? Percy, oh yes, I've got to mention Jensen. We'll look after you during the visit. John, after, look after me. Percy, your personal valet. Of course, there'll be other slaves available too. Whatever you need them. John, you have a lot of slaves 
Percy, oh, three or four hundred, I suppose. It is some. All ready, Jensen. Jensen, yes, master. Calling. Hello, hoist away. Pendramatic engine starts chains rattling. Rattle. Dumb. But look, we live in the ground, Percy. Yes, there's a hoist up there on the top of the cliff. Has cables against a cool, up for about a quarter of a mile, John. But what for? Percy, oh, it's the only way in. John, huh? Imagine hoisting an automobile quarter of a mile up the side of a cliff. Percy's nothing really. As you may have guessed, John, it's not going to be like anything you ever saw before in your life. Percy, well, John, there it is. John, that's your home. Oh, it's magnificent. Palatial. Palatial. John. Percy, it's not a bad little place. John, how big is it? John, Percy, I suppose you mean the number of rooms. I think it's about around 140, but father may remember exactly. Then, of course, there are other buildings, slaves' quarters and things. John, why hasn't anyone found out about it? This place, I mean. Percy, well, for one thing, it's only one, one five square miles in the United States. Then it will never have surveyed, been surveyed. John, huh? Why not? Percy, oh, things were arranged, John. I don't see how you that's possible. John, Percy, believe me, it wasn't very easy. I understand grandfather to bribe three government bureaus. Vice President half the Congress wants to keep his place off the maps. John, oh, but surely someone stumbled onto it. Prospectors, people like that. John, oh, yes, that happens occasionally. Then, of course, we have to arrange things. John, you mean? Percy, not always. Usually just take them prison and keep them. Same as the elevators. John, oh, planes came here. Percy, well, once in a while, they fly over. Of course, they never get away. We have nine anti-craft batteries around the hill here. John, you shot them down? Percy, yes. Oh, yes, great sport. It does upset Mother a bit, though. And there's always a chance that one says, might get away. That's father's greatest worry, John. Well, this place, this whole thing, is it's fantastic, John. Oh, come on now, John. I picked you a yellow fellow with his feet on the ground. You haven't seen anything yet. You know, this is why it's only the beginning. John narrates that it was only the beginning. He crossed the low acres of lawn, entered the great chateau, and from the moment on, vision upon vision, tumbled on together in a gigantic kaleidoscope of colour, symmetry and inclusive harmony. The corridor was lined with gleaming crystals, lit up by lamps cut with emeralds. The giant halls carpeted with chinchilla fur and ephemine. And some of the floors were clear transparency flaming in a shifting glow with a myriad flavoured flame beneath them. There was a white-haired man, pink-faced and pleasant, who was Percy's father. A lovely lady with dark hair piled high on her head, like a fragile queen, who was Versi's mother. Soft music came from hidden places. Perfumes filled the air. Exotic foods and wines were rare than pearls. In a funny sitting chair in a great banquet hall, I quietly fell asleep. John narrates, I thought there could be no more, no more nor greater wonders. I was wrong. There's many more, the greater ones, and one of them I discovered the next morning in the garden. Kissamine, hello there. John, oh, oh, you're lovely. Kissamine, my name is Kissamine. You're John Anker. You're a friend of my brother. Oh, are you from the east, John? Uh, no, 
At least, not exactly. I'm from Hades. Kismin. Oh, John in Missouri. Kismin, would you like to sit down here on the grass? John, well, yeah, sure I would. Kismin, I'm going to Easter school this, this fall. I suppose I like it. John, I think so, because it'd be different from all this. Kismin, well, what's that? Jasmine says, she's in East now. I've never been outside. John, who's Jasmine? Kismin, my sister, she's older than I am. John, I hope you don't, won't be offended, but why are you the most beautiful girl I've ever seen? Kismin, yes, I know. John, what? Kismin laughs. I surprised you, didn't I? A year ago, I would have said thank you. But father says it's very necessary to learn to take things for granted. So now I take it for granted that I'm beautiful, you see. John, you're pretty sophisticated, aren't you? Kismin, no, not at all. I think sophisticated young people are terribly common. I'm not like that. What, I'm not a bit like that. John, I really don't mean it. Didn't really mean it. I only said to tease you. Kismin, well, I'm glad I would... I wouldn't want you to think anything like that. Why, I don't smoke or drink, even. I never read a thing except poetry. John, I was only kidding. Kismin, I believe girls would should enjoy their youth in a wholesome sort of way. John, oh, so do I. Kismin, I hope you... I like you, John. I wish you... I wish you need some... You spend some time, your, your time with me this summer. Not all with Percy. John, oh, I will kiss me. I will kiss me. You may be in love with me if you like to. Like to. I'm actually fresh ground, you know. John, I am in love with you. Kiss me, but of course. Well, you have to meet secrecy. Secretly, my parents wouldn't permit it, it if they knew. John, well then, that's what we do. Here's me. Well, I have to go now. I suppose to be with mother at eleven. Ah, aren't you going to ask me for a kiss? Jasmine says boys always do nowadays. John, well, come, some of them do, but not me. Do you, but you don't expect nice girls to do that sort of thing in Hades. John narrates, it was a funny thing, Percy's familiar. Funny, we're polite, friendly, always smiling, yet all the time, a feeling that some terrible golden mystery lay but hidden just around the corner. A few days after I met Kismine. Percy remarked casually when an, event, an unusual event had occurred. A man escaped from the cage. I didn't know what he meant then. But next morning, I was walking from with Percy's father on the grounds of the estate. Mr. Washington, the slave quarters are there. Mr. Unger? John, oh yes, they're very nice. Mr. Washington, they're inadequate. During one period of my youth, I became absurdly realistic. I allowed them to live in luxury. I even quit their rooms with tile baths. John, oh, I suppose they used the bubble bathtubs to keep calling. Mr. Sir Murphy told me once. Mr. Washington, I should imagine the opinions of Mr. Social Mercy of a little importance. They did not use the tubs of coal. They bathed in them. Unfortunately, several caught cold and died. So, yes, of course, I had baths moved. Still, we move, we move on. Footsteps of John and Mr. Washington. John, Mr. Washington, Percy said something about a man escaping from the cage. I don't quite get it. Mr. Washington, the cage? Ah, well, perhaps you'll see it. Might prove interesting. Just a novelty. It's over here. John, those trees are sixty foot tall. They have roses blooming all over them. Mr. Washington, rather interesting development by Swiss botanists. They're the only ones in the world. John, I'm very damned. Though I suppose you'll see them all over the country in a few years, huh? Mr. Washington, no. No, these are the only ones. They're, that was a rain, huh? Here we are, cage. 
footsteps out, John, but it's Pitt, dug in the ground, with a grating on top. Mr. Watson, oh yes, it's not really a cage, except a, a <coughs> in a certain sense. Calls down, well, boys, what are you get? how are you getting along? Well, clamour, e- angry male voices from below. Male one, come on down here. John to Mr. Watson, oh, how many men are down there? Mr. Watson to John, oh, about 50, as I recall. John, who are they? Mr. Washington, oh, evaders, we shot down. Wondering prospectors, men of all, of all that sort. John, yes, but why have you, they kept here? There. Mr. Washington, they all, all had the common misfortune of having discovered El Dorado. Calls down the men, gentlemen. Bell, hey, what do you want? Mr. Washington, to the men. Oh, sure, you'd like to know that your companion, who departed with my, without my patient, have been, Taken care of, upset male voices. Mr. Washington to the men. He was shot by some of my agents in 14 different places. Subdued and grumbling male voices. Eventually trailing off Mr. Washington to John. Golf, Mr. Anchor? Footsteps of John and Mr. Washington. John. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. John, they found him then. A man who got away, Mr. Washington. Washington, these places are towns by agents who are over eager. None of them would offer positive identification. And I'm afraid his man may still be at large. So you see, it's not quite, not all Utopia here. We have to know the difficulties, John. Isn't it very little necessary holding them like that? Mr. Johnson, well, not at all. Is there any way to keep this place hidden? John Dartley, yes, I guess that might be important. Thank, change the subject. Oh, Percy, send me something on the train. He thought he was just kidding, but he said you had a diamond ring. A diamond as big as a rich cosmotel. Mr. Washington, oh, yes, it is indeed. It's a matter of fact, it's much bigger. The rich, much bigger. John Rates. Well, summer went on. I was more and more in love with Cosmine. Oh, she was priceless. Could squint. Esquit it. But no other girl in the world. After a few weeks, I kissed, I kissed her, of course. I was really in love for, for the first time. I should have known. I should have put two and two together when, before his father showed me the cage. But it didn't. Not until one morning. Eight summer slipped off because me into the rose garden. Cause me, John, cause me, I think we should, might ought to elope. Cause me, no, no, I don't know. It would be too much nicer to be married here. But then it would be more romantic to elope. John, yeah. All the Sunday supplements write stories about the fabulous Harris elopes with your fabulous, you know. Cause me, I knew, I know an heiress from Akama once. I don't think she'd like her. She visited my sister here. John, oh, you had another guest then, huh? Excuse me, oh, well, yes, we had a few. John, well, isn't your father ever afraid they might talk outside? Excuse me, oh, to some extent. No, let's talk about something pleasanter. John, after pause, what's so pleasant about it? Excuse me, well, I quite, I grow quite fond of them, some of them. So you mean you told, they 
John, they, you mean they told, told and your father? Kissed me. Oh, they didn't get a chance to. Cut his father, I had to be sure. John, oh, what, what, what is murder? Kissed me. What else could we do? In a cage? Well, they've been a constant reproach to us. A father does it so nicely. They always drugged in his sleep. And when we tell their families they died of scarlet fever, brute. You're not sure how the effects of statics here. John, of all the horrible judgment, oh, oh, it's not, if it's not after all. It's been terribly boring here without either, ever having anybody. Why, father and mother have sacrificed more than them. I've sacrificed some of their best friends. John, well, you do better than than the than the re- re- suddenly realize that's what you they plan to do with me. Kiss me. Oh, you couldn't you couldn't forget it. You forget it. You couldn't forget it. Be nice to me until you're put away. Say for two or three weeks, John. You go on. You'll go on this way, kissing, talking about love. Do you know I'm not much better than a corpse. Kesmin, you're not a corpse. You're not. I don't have. A, I won't have you saying I kissed a corpse, John. Oh, well, that wasn't what I said. Kesmit, you did too, John. I did not. Kesmit, you said that, Mister Washington. Just a moment. Footsteps of Mr. Washington approaching. Kismet, father. Mr. Washington, who kissed the corpse? Kismet, well, nobody. We were, we were joking. Mr. Washington, you two haven't any business here anyway, Kismet. Oh, go, ready. Read, go, pay golf. Don't find, let me find you here. I come back, Kismet. Yes, father. Mr. Washington, good night, children. Footsteps of Mr. Washington walking off. Kismet, judge on, you see? Now he knows you've spoiled everything. You don't really, don't really love me. John, kiss me. You smile, sighs. Look, look, tell me. What's the reason for all this secrecy? What if you are rich? I have this place. Why would it be so terrible if anyone found out about it? Kiss me. Why is the account of the diamond, of course? John, diamond? What is the diamond? What is this diamond all you talk about? Kiss me. Well, it's... Ah, you better ask Percy. Always getting things mixed up. John, well, I would ask him. And another time thing. I'm getting out of here tonight if I have to. Dig through the mountain. I'm going back east. Kiss me. Take me with you. John, no. Kiss me. Why not? John, kiss me. Dear, your father would permit it. Kiss me. If he won't take me, I'll go to him and I'll, I'll, want, I'll tell him I want to marry you. John, no, you can't do that. You bumped me off this afternoon. Kismin, oh, please take me, darling. We're entirely poor and very happy. We'll be entirely poor and very happy. I'll cook things for you. Oh, herbs and berries and things. Won't that be fun? You will, won't you, John? John writes, well, my head was really in a well. This whole thing was fantastic. And then so was the family, even Kismin. I don't think of anything, couldn't think of anything to do, but, well... I rushed to see Percy, Percy. But John, why didn't you ask me before? John, because I thought you were kidding all the time. Percy, I know you wouldn't be, believe me if I told you. John, yeah, well, I'm ready to believe anything now. Percy, well, his grandfather started the whole thing. Surely, purely by accident, he came out here from Virginia after the war before the States had stumbled upon it. John, on, on to what? The diamond. 
Percy on the diamond. That's what was made of this all possible, of course. Grandfather spent two years going around to different cities in the world, selling bits of it. Then started building this place. He put his jewelry, money in jewels. But father found the radium too much. But the father found the radium took too much, too, too much less space. John, why is secrecy, Percy? Oh, it just wouldn't do if someone found out. Really, it's the company of the world. Everything's too big. John, this has been going, this has been going on for three generations and the cage and, uh, and this thing, thing inviting pit friends, Percy. Oh, yes, you see, there wasn't really any danger before the airplanes. That's what worried, that's what worried us. John Dartley, you knew that when you invited me here, that what would happen? Percy, please, John, I thought you'd be more sensible about it. After all, you can see my position, John Ironic. Oh, yeah, well, there, where is it? Where do you keep this diamond that causes so cockeyed much trouble? Percy, oh, I thought you guessed. You noticed the hill the shadow stands on? John, yes. Percy contains a cubic mile. A set for a thin layer covering of dirt is one big solid diamond. John narrates, nearly midnight, I don't know what woke me, but all of a sudden I was staring across the patches of moonlight, spotting the Eremine carpet of my bedroom, staring at three slaves as seen before. They just slipped inside the door and stood there, each with a vicious length of shiny copper wire. The official executioners, I lay there on the bed, watching them, counting heartbeats, not daring to move, nor daring not to move. They didn't know I had wakened. They began edging across the room. The door opens, Mr. Joshua. Come on, all three of you. There's no time now for this. All hell's broken loose. Hurry. John waits. I took one long, deep breath. The first one in several moments. Then I was out of the bed in an instant, throwing on my clothes and dashing for the long crystal corridor to Kismin's room. Door opens. John Kismin, are you awake? Airplane engines. Excuse me, John. You're over here in my by the bedroom. So they woke you up too, John. If you mean free your father's slaves. Excuse me, no airplanes. John, airplanes. So what is this? So what? So that's what it is. Excuse me. At least a dozen. I'm just. I saw them crossing across the moon. Oh look, they're stucking over here. Over there, John. You think that they're, they're here on purpose? Chesmin, oh yes. They dropped warning to father. That if it's that man who got away with the cage, you know. John, oh, good for him, Chesmin. Yes, he wasn't he clever. Well, I don't, I think we will open up on them any second now. John, open up. Chesmin, Chesmin, oh yes, our anti-aircraft, anti-aircraft. Oh, it's going to be thrilling. John, thrilling? Chesmin, oh look, they're in range now. The shooting starts. The plane is hit. Excuse me. Bravo, bravo. John comes it. Get away from that window. Massive explosion. The plane hits the ground. Excuse me. Oh, good heavens. Did you see that? John, yes. we got to get out of here. Can't you understand? That bomb the shadow next. Excuse me. Gets on the deal. I know. There's a little grove outside the side of the mountain. He always kept one of the cars there. We have a nice view of everything, John. Nice view, Kismet. You don't seem to understand. You mean business. We're out to finish you off. And your whole family, Kismet. Oh, it seems so silly. Well, when you can come, you, when you get come right down to it, 
They never even met us. Excuse me, what time is it, John? Is it morning yet? John, I don't know. I lost my watch. Seems to be getting lighter and all right. Excuse me, it's brighter too. John, hmm, they knocked out your father's guns. Everyone else wanted them. Won't it be long now? Excuse me, oh, it seems such a shame. A family put so much work on the place. Everything always seemed, always seems so pleasant. John, yeah. Well, you better get some sleep, Kismin. I'm going to walk down the path a little ways. Kismin, oh, you'll come back. John, oh, yes, Kismin, I'll come back. John waits. At the edge of the world, I stopped and looked out across the valley towards the wrecked chateau, standing on its diamond hill in the centre. The bombing has stopped. A plane droned on the final rim of the plateau. Picking some sort of formation. Then a little knoll just below me. Three men appeared suddenly from the underbrush. First one shrewd prayerlessly ahead. The other two bore a heavy burden between them. It was Mr. Washington, two of the slaves. I stopped behind a rock and stood motionless watching him. Mr. Washington, the slaves, all right. This is far enough. We stop here. Now hoist it up. Hold it there. Both together. Easy now there. John Rates, the burden they held up. To the heavens was an immense diamond cut, and polished, catching the first faint rays of the dawn, and gleaming like a fragment of the morning star. Mr. Washington, now, you get out there. You there, John Rachel, did, could not see no one else, anywhere in the view. Mr. Washington, you above there, I want you to understand, this is only a sample. I'll give you a thousand cuts, fine Set in pedestals of platinum, and I built, I built a temple a thousand feet high, cast of iron and sort of gold. On the top of it, I should put one diamond, a diamond a feet foot across. So get there forever, set there forever, the rays of the sun, your sun, John Norris. A thought began to dawn me. I couldn't believe it. Which was your, I letter you, I letter your name on the temple. In an impulse, I see that the whole world watches it at the base, base. All you have to do is make everything the way it was before. John narrates, Mr. Washington, we're offering a bribe to God. John narrates, we stopped talking and three of them stood there walking up to the heavens, waiting for an answer. And then far in the valley, out of the same silent heavens, blossomed the pink white puffs of parachutes. The men who tried to bribe the God, looked up and saw him, and because it all became old an instant, and turning with lowered head, walked down the path towards the shadow, with a sudden premonition, I whirled and headed off to the spot where I left Kismin, Kismin the car, that needed no roads, if a car engine in. Kismin, haven't we got far enough, John? John, I suppose we got ten minutes from Cachetto. Kismin, oh, so it's so hectic. This mushing about is losing sleep and everything. Engine out. Car engine out. John, hand me those field glasses. Kismin. There, here they are. Well, can you see anything? John, no, wait. Mm. Kismin, what is it? John, it's your father, mother, and Percy, yes. The two slaves still carrying the big, the big dime weight. They're going in the tunnel below the chateau. So that's it. There, you, you've got to understand a crate. 
grand escape. Just me no, I might I remember now. Imagine's wired. Some kind of atom bomb. John Atom? Atomic bomb? Excuse me, no. That's it. John had Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. For years, he always said he would disagree. disagree. The whole works, diamond and all, because he only got it as a last result. John, so he'd rather have it like that. Well, they're all inside the tunnel now. Troopers are moving in. Excuse me, I don't suppose it really do. It really anything to be done about it now. Excuse me, I don't suppose there's any really anything to do to be done about it now. Don't wait, and there wasn't. Nuclear explosion. Excuse me, I keep keep thinking about things the way they were. You know, ple- so pleasant. I don't suppose we ever exactly like that again. John never ever kiss me. Maybe he never was. Use the time for dreaming and dreams die too. Kiss me, I'll probably have to take in the washing. Oh, but of course we're t- very happy. What will we do, John? John, I'll do. We'll have love. It- a while, a while underneath the stars. As for the divine drunkenness, we can all try. And then, and maybe other diamonds in the world. Who knows? Even though it's a shabby gift, it's always, it's, it's always delusion. Turn up your collar, Kismin, before you catch pneumonia. Let's go to sleep.